Life Audio. We're in studio. It is Good Friday, and we have a message for you about Good Friday. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Praise the one who paid my Come debt on. and raises life up from the dead. Hey, welcome. It's Good Friday. It is Good Friday, baby. We're in studio. It is Good Friday, and we have a message for you about Good Friday. Uh, not a message, a podcast. We're just going to talk about it. Man, this last week... Um, a lot of heaviness in our backyard yeah. um, with the Covenant shooting, with the devastating tornadoes literally a few miles down the road. Yep. Um, and I think we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. I think Good Friday probably wraps around our messaging with that. Um, but first, I wanted to uh, show this video. We're going to watch this video um, that uh, one of our partner churches, S2L's partner churches, LifePoint, made a few years back. Uh, that I think captures Good Friday really well, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to dive in. Does that sound fair? Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's watch this. There is a river flowing from the depths of heaven. Currents have been swiftly quickened. The ferocity makes the host of heaven tremble. Rage burns with the fires of hell. Its roar can be heard even here on the earth. This is the wrath of God. Mm. The embers of his anger have grown hot. The dam holding back this river is weak. At its sound, the rocks throw themselves down. And the mountains shake. The earth pleads with God that it may be cleansed by this river, mm. that it would be washed from the cursed, sinful men who inhabit it. And it is for them. That the river hungers. It is for them that this river rages. But there is one chosen before time began to spread his holy arms and bear the full extent of this furious flood and as the father poured the cup 
Jesus took it. And every ounce of anger and wrath trampled him until he was submerged. tree to which he gave growth, he was cut down for the sake of redeeming his chosen bride. Mm. And as the last bit of light left his eyes, from the raging river he cried, It is finished. Hello folks, my name is Derek Greer and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Mm. That's strong, man. That's strong. That last part, I don't know exactly how they worded it, but and on the tree that he gave growth, he was left to die. He was cut Um, down. Yeah. And when I watch things like that nowadays, even um, I used to get angry at the Romans and, you know, um, the Jews and and everybody who put him up there. The more I grow my relationship with Christ, the more I realize my sin is what put him there in that position. Um, But, yeah, I had some guys talking about the passion of the Christ the other day. I've only seen parts of it, but I heard, man, it is brutal. It It is gruesome. Yeah, it's R-rated. But it also depicts a beautiful picture Mm -hmm. of the suffering of Christ. Um, And so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today, Good Friday. I'm going to lead us in with some scripture, man. Sure. Um, And then we're just going to get this thing started. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to read 1 Peter. This is chapter 2, verses 24 and 25. And it says, He himself bore our sins and his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Mm. I'm just going to relate this to to me personally for a second. Um, When it comes to addiction, you know, our podcast is Life After Addiction. 
never in a million years did I think I would find freedom from addiction by the blood of Jesus. Mm. I didn't know. Had no idea that's how I could escape mm-hmm. it. I had no idea. I had no earthly idea that it was by the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross that that is where freedom would come from. And not just from addiction, but just from the chains and bondages and enslavement of sin in general. It says right there, man, um, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds. You have been healed. And praise God for revealing himself to me in the manner in which he did, because I have been fully convinced of the cross and of the power of the cross Mm -hmm. and of the power of Jesus Christ and what he can do in a man or woman's life who gives it all to him. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Um, and it's just a beautiful thing. You know, you always talk about how, um, you know, God uses addiction like a puppet or mm-hmm. he used addiction like a puppet. Now, we know, obviously, God cannot be tempted with sin. Therefore, he himself tempts no one. But he did use what the enemy meant for evil um, and to destroy our lives. And he used it to call us to him. Yes. When thinking back about my life, man, I don't know if I would have found him any other way. Mm. Than going through what I went through. Now, God is sovereign despite. I can't say that with certainty. Um, But, man, praise God for the way in which um, he was watching over me, even when I didn't serve him, even when I didn't know him, even when I didn't love him, his protection that he had around me. uh, Man, it's just such a beautiful thing. But by his wounds, you have been healed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just even just watching the video and you talking about the passion of Christ, I've seen it and it is brutal. It's R rated. Mm. It's not for language or sex. It's, right. it's yeah. Um, and even, but even just watching that, you know, or is, is pretty clean yeah. that video we just watched, but it, it does depict what happened. And, and honestly thinking of those things just off cuff top of my head, why in the world do Christians call that day good? Yeah. Like, why is that day good? You know, um, it was brutal. It was a man. It was the only, it was the, it was a man, the only innocent human, fully human, fully God, never sinned, never committed a crime, never did these things. And he was tortured, murdered. The wrath of God was then poured out on him. Mm. And we call that day good. Why? Well, I mean, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Would you allow me a little rant? Um, it's heavy here, as I as I alluded to at the beginning of the of the podcast, just in Middle Tennessee, but also even closer to home with some things that we've uh, we've been dealing with as a family here at S two L. And <clears throat> I guess I'll address the first thing that really doesn't have much to do with with Good Friday, but the first thing in the aspect of just the tornadoes here. Um, they uh arkansas got hit really hard a lot of deaths but uh, you know right down the road from us in Rideville, uh there is just a path of destruction and i think i've been made some calls um a couple calls to the fire department and to uh, demas's restaurant i'm wanting us to sponsor just a hot meal from 11 to 2 at the mm. fire hall for the volunteers for the community to fellowship to come that's in. awesome and to pray, and um, I just think that's our community, man. Yep. And I just God's, I feel God calling us to do something there. And so, Amen. to be the light of Christ in a dark season, you lose everything. And then the second one, man, um, and this is going to tie in. Um, 
this is national news that everyone's heard of. Very few probably heard of Reedyville and the tornadoes and the devastation that happened there. But everyone heard what happened last Monday uh, at, at Covenant School, Covenant um, Church, Presbyterian Church, the school, and the school shooting, and just the wicked evil that took place there. And I guess the reason um, I want to I bring that up, just because we've been dealing with it, and, and Good Friday and Easter Sunday has a lot to do with that. One... Um, we call Friday good. This day that we are in, that you're watching this, possibly it comes out on Good Friday. We call it good because of what it meant, not because of the activities that took place were good, right? The only innocent man to ever live was brutally tortured, beaten, and the wrath of God was poured out on him. That's not good. But what it did is why we as Christians, this is the Super Bowl. Easter's the Super Bowl for Christians. Amen. Um, the greatest thing that could ever happen for a Christian is this weekend. Uh, Christmas is amazing, but without Easter, it's just a miracle birth. And we call it good because the wrath of God was poured out onto Christ. And if we surrender our life to Christ, we no longer have that wrath coming. But let me tell you something. Man, I don't know if I meant to go here. <laughs> the wrath of God will be poured out on the wicked, evil hearts of people that shoot children. Mm. The wrath of God, enemies of God, you need to repent, surrender your life to Christ, or there will be a vengeance, wrath of God waiting on you, and you will bow the knee one way or another. Mm. The good news is a part of that. Sin's biggest weapon is death, right? The wages of sin is death. What Good Friday started on a journey that happened on Sunday, finishing up, Jesus disarmed sin's biggest weapon. He conquered death. And so for those six souls, the three nine-year-olds and the three teachers that, man, I got, I got kids too, and it was, they were off yesterday. They were on spring break last week, my kids. They were off yesterday, and they're back to, back to school today. And it was kind of weird dropping them off, man. Yeah. But for those souls, what this weekend means is that death has no sting. It means that they are with Christ, with the Father, in perfect union with Him forever, worshiping, singing, where there is no more pain, there is no more sin, there is no more death, there is no more divorce, there is no more wicked evil around them. They are in perfect union and paradise with God the Father. And that's why, just a part of the reason why we call this day good. Because he took the wrath that we deserved, that I deserve, yeah. that those shooters deserve, that those evil people deserve. He took that wrath upon himself. And the scripture that I have is Romans 5, and there's so many scriptures we could use, but it's Romans chapter 5, and verse 8 and 10 through 10. It says this, But God shows his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more now that we are, that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. And so, hey, enemy of God, repent, turn, 
Surrender your life to Christ. It's not too late, but there will come a day that if you don't know God and you have not followed Christ and surrendered to him, you will face the fiery wrath of God. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Now, I say that because now it's tied to addiction. (laughs) When God says that there's freedom when God says that I'm a new creation, when God says that who the sun sets free is free indeed, and that um, I could be reconciled to him, that my identity is him, not in the things I've done, that's only because of what took place today and this weekend. Um, if Christ didn't bear the wrath of God, if he didn't become that ultimate sacrifice for my sin and my addiction and my desires for sin and my desires for pride, my desires for idolatry, if he didn't redeem that on the cross, man, I'm left unredeemed. I'm left stuck in this place of trying to figure it out myself. I'm left stuck trying to be reconciled to a God without a way to be reconciled. He sees me as a sinner. He sees me as that. And now, because I've given my life to Christ, he sees me as perfect, spotless, and blameless. The, theolo- the great theologian, I want to say it was Spurgeon. I could be way off. You're probably going to have to correct me on this. But he calls it the great exchange on the cross. Mm. Christ's righteousness, his purity, his perfection is imputed to us. And our sin, our wicked, our evil was imputed to him on the cross. And so on Good Friday, God the Father looks down at the Son on the cross and he sees sin. He sees my addiction. He sees my lying. He sees my idolatry. He sees my manipulation. And he sees that on his son. It says that Christ became sin. Uh, It says, for our sake, he who knew no sin became sin so that in him we might become the righteousness Mm. of God. So God sees me now as Christ's righteousness because I've surrendered my heart to him. That's why it's good. Mm. That's why it's Good Friday. That's why Christians proclaim the goodness of God. Praise God. Did you have something, Jorian? Okay, no, we're good. Yeah, what you just said, I'm going to read something else now because it just brought this to, to my um, heart. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4, this is verses 7 through 12. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way but, cru- um, but not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for the sake or for Jesus's sake. So in our, um, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. And it's because of that very same power that raised Christ from the dead. And I know I'm getting into Easter, but that's what enables us. That's what sustains us. That's where freedom comes from. That's where joy comes from. That's where hope comes from. That's where peace comes from. That's where abundant life comes yes. from is that the, the resurrecting power of Christ, man, um, it sustains us in every way possible. Yeah. Um, and it cannot be taken from us. It's it not temporal. Be. It's not conditional. It's not circumstantial. It's not situational. Man, it's eternal. It's eternal. Yeah. It's always there. Carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in us. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yeah, man. Man. Praise yeah. God for that. Yeah, and and as you go through this weekend, the victory of Sunday, Mm. 
the victory of Sunday, we have to feel the heaviness of Friday. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And here's what I mean. Personally, when I came through um, the program, and it's not even identified. I don't earmark it as when I came into the program, except because I want the guys that are in the program now to feel it. This is just my life. This is earmarked in my journey with Christ. Yeah. And it just so happened to be when I came through the program. It was this season. And I said, I've said it a bunch of times, and I want you um, to meditate on this. If you're watching, you've been out, or maybe you've never been here before. Maybe you're just a new subscriber because we did some NF video reactions. <laughs> and we got some more coming, baby. <laughs> hey, by the way, next week, and I'll say his name just because it hadn't happened yet, but we have a really cool guest. Okay. And I'll give you a hint. I'll go, well, you know, I'll give you a hint. He's a fighter. He's a UFC fighter. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. We're gonna, hey, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. Dangling carrots. We're going to ding, ding, we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, the, the, what I hope for you, if you've never watched or if you've never been here, my hope is that you take this moment, you replay the video at the beginning maybe, and you really allow the weight of your sin to be felt. That's what this is. That's what the darkness of Friday is. It, it ushered in the victory and the light of Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. But Sunday doesn't mean as much if you don't understand the weight of Friday. Hmm. And to understand the weight of Friday is that, like he said at the beginning, you, not the Romans, not the Jews, you held Christ on that cross. I held Christ on that cross because of my own sin. If you fall under the weight of that sin in just a repentive place, and I'm telling you, this is me. This is I'm, I'm hoping that you experience this, and this is how I experienced it. I couldn't manifest it, but I did. I was forced to look at my sin, and I, that meant the gospel and the Easter message was a little bit, a lot more powerful this year. And so, man, I'm hoping that you're listening to this Friday and that you go into this weekend you go into Sunday and you're a little more attentive that he conquered sin and death for you. Like it says that, like the, the verse I just read, he showed his love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, you didn't clean up. And God, time and history and, mm. and eternities, past, present, and future, God saw it all. Like 2,000 years ago, he saw you sleeping with someone who wasn't your wife. He saw you stealing. He saw you getting drunk. He saw you getting high. He saw you lying, and he chose. I love that hand. The hand goes to the cross. Like he was getting beaten, but Jesus is like, no, no, I'm willingly going. Mm -hmm. 
And he did that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Feel the weight of your sin, not to cause depression, not to cause mm. you to feel bad, not to make it about you and woe is me and on, blah, 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 blah. No, but to cause you to repentance. Yeah. Repentance to know that Sunday's coming, baby. And he's coming with the keys to hell and death in him. Surrender your life to him and the wrath of God is poured out on him for you. Don't surrender your life to him and that wrath's coming. It's coming. Those are some of the most powerful moments I've ever had with God in my life is exactly what you're touching on. And we can't manufacture them, yeah. like you said, but feeling the weight of my sin. It is, it is empowering. It's yeah. humbling. But man, when you can truly experience the weight of your sin and recognize that, man, I am sinning against a holy and righteous God, it breaks you down in the greatest way to build you back up in the greatest way and realize that, man, God is so abundantly good in every way, shape, and form. But really, yeah, have a heart of repentance because our sin is what hung him on that cross. But man, just even thinking, I had one of those moments, this was probably in January, of just... I am sinning against a holy God. These mm. things Ryan justifies and tries to, you know, manipulate and convince that, oh, this sin is this less degree and this really doesn't affect me. Who boy, when you get in that posture of humility and you humble yourself before the Lord and you begin to repent, man, that weight really hits you and you understand that, man, God calls us to be perfect. Now, that is only by the blood of Jesus, but man, he calls me to be repentant. He calls me to have a consistent heart of repentance because it prevents me from living in this place of just dwelling in sin on and off periodically. A heart of repentance is necessary to to follow the Lord. It is necessary. Yeah, and I want to give him practical. We keep talking about, well, how do I... Our, we didn't say, how do I, but we keep addressing, man, we felt the weight of our own sin. And I'll tell you something practical um, that I think ushered me into that, and it was this. I was at a place that I was hearing something like this, and something just gave me enough boldness and enough integrity, I guess, that I stopped blaming others. Mm. I was no longer pointing the finger that, that my problems in my life is his and her fault and my, the system's fault, the, the circumstance fault. If I could have just had this, it wouldn't have gone this way, blah, 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 blah. I stopped being a victim, and I started understanding that I was, um, I was the one sinning. Yeah. Like I was the one holding him to that cross. Yeah. And, man, that's just fresh on my mind right now is I'm, I'm – I'm going, it's heavy right now for multiple reasons. The ones I mentioned on the podcast, the ones that not. And I just, there's something about someone that you minister to and they just can't get real, man. They can't get real. And it's all about others and this and their pain. I was that guy. I I had mask on so much that no one could penetrate through that. And, and, even though people probably knew, right? but I didn't know. I wouldn't feel the weight of my own sin because I kept the mask on, and that was a lonely place, man, because if I'm keeping that up, and I've talked about this before, but no one could love me. They loved the mask that I portrayed, I thought, so I was lonely. And I guess, I guess just in this time, if that's you, man, repentance, but stop blaming others and allow the weight of your sin. You did it. You did it. If you're perfect then you don't need the cross of Christ. (laughs) 
That's crazy, right? Yeah. If you're and wearing a mask and being fake portrays that you think you're perfect and Jesus, you don't need his sacrifice. Man, that's a dangerous place to be. Repent, feel the weight, and know that Sunday's coming. Mm. I love it. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. I just thinking back to the verse you said, for our sake he made him who knew no sin to be sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. By his wounds you have been healed. Mm, mm. And that is Good Friday, and that's why we call it good. And that's also life after addiction. You better believe it. Come on. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L.net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit s2lrecovery.org. That's S, the number two, lrecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. Hey, friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers podcast, a ministry of Million Praying Moms, and I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's Word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's Word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.